Topher Bayless, and you're listening to The Darren Yates Show. Hey, guys. The Darren Yates Show. I am excited. We are uh, rocking and rolling here at Shock City Studios. Yeah. I go back a ways with Doug Furley when he was in Gravity Kills. He yeah. produced some of my stuff. So we, so we have a cool little thing going with Doug. And so I'm honored to be here at Shock City. And you guys know me, it's, or maybe you don't, but my stuff, see, I, I'm already not cussing. But I think yeah. I should, but then no, I don't. Like I always like pull the back cleaned sometime. up act. Yeah, I need to just whatever. pop my yeah. cherry with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say fuck. Just say one. Fuck. Okay, here we fuck. go. Fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So fucking, yeah. There yes. we go. That's 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 sounds, it was that organic. It works. Good job. Yes. <laughs> nice job. Inaugural. Yeah. Nice. The inaugural fuck. Yeah. But I do mindset, story stuff, and I do mayhem. I like crazy shit. And the more my mom and people tell me not to do st- stuff mm. and drop the F-bombs, the more I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> right. I just blocked my mom on the way in. She, I, today, I posted a video. It was 21 seconds. I was almost at 10 F-bombs. I was proud of it. I mean, it was, and it was authentic. I didn't plan. Oh, I'm going to write... These F-bombs aren't planned. They come from my heart and soul. Yeah, what are you going to do Fuck. when you get to your mom's house later and she's like, what kind of son blocks their own mother? Yeah, he I looks know. at his history and he, yeah. she's, been, he's, she's been blocked like 29 <laughs> times in the last six months. He and tries unblocked. to unblock her and it's like, no, you can't. You got to wait. You got to wait yeah, two days. But I've been pulling out my ball bag since I was five and showing my butt and doing crazy oh, stuff yeah. since I was young. So I, she needs to accept it. Mom, I love you, but come on. So I'm more fired up. And so the point was, I had to get a guest on here that I knew was going to bring it. Yeah. This guy here sitting here, I can't wait to get into it, dude. You do a lot of cool oh, stuff. Topher right. Bayless in the house, Thanks, man. Thank you. Come on, thank you guys. So you're the co-owner of Diamond Music Hall. Diamond Music Hall. Me you're a radio DJ, morning mm-hmm. radio DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some other stuff we'll get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do it all, man. Uh, Diamond Music Hall. Me and Johnny Cruzy. We'll run that place out in St. Peter's, and uh, it's a music music venue, man. It's a rock and roll club. Man, I've heard so many awesome things about it. Yeah, I man, really have. I have not been there yet. It's like a roller coaster. But you get a lot, a lot of the uh, just kick-ass eighties bands. I saw, I saw Slaughter. King yeah, of the, yeah, we got King Slaughter. of the Hill. Yeah, we put that re- reunion on our on our stage, man. It was really cool. Uh, all the boys back together. We called them months ago and said, "Hey, why don't we try to try to do this and bring something cool?" We had George Lynch coming, and as we know, they toured with with them back in the old days, you know. And so uh, it was really they rocked the house, man. Frankie brought it. The whole band brought it. King of the Hill and Doctor Chavez yeah. guy, yeah, Frankie. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I messaged him good. on Instagram. Him and I were talking. Yeah, I asked him, he's oh yeah, man, he's awesome, yeah. dude. Topher's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's running the uh, school of rock <laughs> out there, man. And St. Yeah. Peter's, that's his gig, man. So we sponsor a kid every year to go to that thing and get new rock and roll blood in the in Fuck, the system. Yeah. You know? So the Diamond Music Hall was that your idea? Was it? How'd that, <laughs> how'd that go here? That's funny, man, because me and Johnny started booking shows at the place, uh, you know, and into 2019, uh, early 2020, and COVID hit, and we are yeah. booking shows, and I guess the, the place got into a position where we could buy it, so we bought it, you know, and uh, took it over uh, August of 2020, and we've been running ever since, trying to keep the straighten out all the unwind everything that happened, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we took it over, there was the walls were gray. Nothing, nothing was on the walls. It was just filled with pool tapes. It looked like like when you walked in, you're like, ah, I'm going to the bathroom to do some 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 coke because it just was like <laughs> right. trashy yeah. looking, you yeah. know. Yeah. We, we redecorated everything: guitars, signed guitars on the walls. Everybody that comes through our club gets you know signed stuff for us to. 
out of the Walsh. It's a really cool rock and roll club, man. Two two bars, nice. three bars, you know. So and you're a promoter as well. You said entrepreneur. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. now is the entrepreneur is that part of the uh, the strain you have? You have uh, a, a certain type of weed out. Like, yeah, that's here yeah, in, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. I um, you know, on my fiftieth birthday, my good friends at Suede uh, Cannabis and but, uh, the stoner celebrity. Yeah, is yeah, that uh, yeah. do people call you that? Yeah, you that. yeah. I mean, that? I get I get invites <laughs> to all kinds of like four twenty events and stuff to come and smoke and, and so do they, do they offer that at the dispensaries in Illinois too? Uh, no, it's exclusive to the Suede dispensaries because it's their strain that they put together for me or whatever. You know, I guess that's yeah. what it is. So Mike the Escon, did I introduce you? No, you're a piece of shit, but it's okay. Mike the Escon <laughs> in the house. Mike's, Mike's Escon. I know. I'm, I'm the Escon. Yeah, yeah. And we have Randy here doing some photography. Photography. That's kind of cool. World renowned photographer. So man, that's awesome. So now yeah. I know so we, we can't sample that, that yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, I mean, it's it's been a cool trip, man. Doing all this stuff that that I do. You know, I spent twenty years in the corporate world working for Energizer. So I got that, that's all I was going to ask you. Yeah. With all this cool stuff, you had a chance to to buy Diamond. Yeah. What did you do before that? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, so you, I, corporate you know, world. Yeah, I was, uh, was the head of the global trade marketing department. Uh, so for Energizer, so I traveled the world, you know, multiple times and. When COVID hit, I think my last trip was to Bogota, Colombia, or something like that. And uh, and I came back; they shut everything down. I'm sitting around. I'm like, man, I I'm, it's time. He got down there to Colombia, got some uh, of that Bogota. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna be a fucking rock star. Now. It's time to <laughs> it's time to retire, you know. And so I I just took an early retirement and started doing Diamond full time. And you know, the radio station came along, and we started yeah. picking up that show with Katie Cruz. And um, you know, the thing about it is. Uh, we just try to live clean life, you know. We don't. We're not. You're, I'm not the guy. Johnny's not the guy that you're gonna see out. I'm like, oh, I saw those guys out doing X or doing this. Right. And we're just we're straight up clean dudes, yeah. you know. And whatever we say, we're the people, same people we are right. at the club and on the radio and things like that, you know. So it's kind of easy. It's easy living for us, yeah. and we like it. So, so I got. So. Go ahead. How did how the opportunity come about to get on the radio? Katie Cruz approached us. Uh, well, we had talked about, you know, saying, hey, you know, why don't we put a morning show together? Kay Wolf had been on the air for about three years, and uh, it's 101.7. It's mainly in the Westplex. And so now they're going to turn on a tower here in St. Louis. So you'll be oh, able nice. to get it in St. Louis. Um, they're, they actually ran lines or some nerdy yeah, stuff, right. you know. Uh, and, and so it, it's a morning drive radio show. Yeah, it's like, like six it's to ten old, or what's the time? Yeah, seven to ten a.m. Seven every to ten. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. play, you play whatever the hell you want. Yeah, whatever we want. So like we'll be talking about whatever, and you know, like, oh, I can't drive fifty five. Okay, let's put that in there. You know? nice. So it's cool. So we uh, we get to control all that, and it's been fun. So with the new tower coming up, we wanted to get a radio show in place because uh, we want to go back to the old school. You know, back when Casey was cool. You remember when Casey like, like Bob and Tom and all that? Yeah, they would be at concerts, hanging out and be like, "Oh yeah, we're hanging out with so and so." Now it's like, ah, how much are they going to pay me? I'm not going to go. And oh, I'm, you know, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. make it. Whatever. You know, it's like corporate-y. and I Seriously. get it. You know, it's top-down management. Yeah. You know, it's corporate. I get it, but we're not. So we do get to go and go hang out at the concerts and take awesome. pictures. Uh, call the artists up. You know, we got interviews with Slaughter and Faster Pussycat and all these 80s bands that we grew up with just to be, by being aggressive like they used to be back in the old radio days. So it's yeah, fun to bring yeah. all that there. Our, our, it's just comedy. You know, yeah. we don't really get political or nothing. Well, you know, something I love to dive into is just like the mindset of you being in the, at the end of the corporate world yeah. and having the, you know, because a lot of people probably gave you shit for it. You got to say in the corporate world, you can't you can't pursue music or so, you, you probably got some resistance. Right, right. I love hearing about how how you power through that. 
you know, and just yeah. the mindset of that. I mean, wh- wh- where'd you have the, the gonads yeah, to do well, this or I someone mean, help you or you're the story there? You know, uh, I used to, and back in the old days, I was in a cult for many years, right? So between, You were in a cult? Yes, yeah, between 15 I and... Saw, hold on, I saw that somewhere. Yeah, someone posted that about yeah, you. Yeah, between the... That's true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what kind of cult? Story. Oh, my God. It was like this adolescent cult. Thing, Crazy right? shit or just... Yeah, it wasn't like... Like we weren't killing babies or nothing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But it was real right. manipulative, brainwashy, kind of <laughs> inclusive. Uh, um, was you know, it they, based around like religion? It or? was based around sobriety. Of oh, all okay. Things, right? So, so oh, it's like okay. a world, uh, actually across the country. And there's still efforts to take it down. I'm a part of some interviews currently. So with it's all Georgia like to the good, stuff. positive stuff. It's supposed to be, but yeah. it's. I mean, that's a minute. There's a whole documentary on, on I'm in it um, that's out on on YouTube. There's another one that's going to be coming out on Netflix. What's the documentary? Uh, the the one on YouTube that's out currently was done quite a few years ago. It was actually done by um, one of my ex outpatient people. So the way the cult worked was they kind of you kind of come in under the lose of like, oh, my kid's got drug problem, blah blah blah, and these people, right, young counselor people, like, oh, we'll take care of them. They're gonna let them smoke, let them do all this as long as they're sober, and then they became controlling of your life, right? You hung out with anybody else, you were trashed, da da da. Oh, it's like a brainwashing right? kind yes, of weird correct, thing. Yeah. Correct, correct, correct. So what they do, and then they take the people, the young kids like myself, and then they were the ones that are charismatic, right? They're gonna take and groom them and bring them up to be the new counselors and people recruiting and putting. God, that sounds like some Scientology wow. shit. Yeah, 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 some crazy shit. So. uh I became one of those people, right? Groomed all the way up, director, you know, in Houston and Atlanta and part of this whole organization before I got outcasted because I banged some chick outside of the organization. (laughs) I was like 25. I'm like, what the fuck, man? You're telling me I can't have sex and shit unless you're sanctioned. Anal? Huh? Was it anal or just regular? I think it was both. I think I went ape shit. Like, oh, fuck it. I'm fucking kid in a candy store. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. You know, so... I got outcasted, and uh, so recently, over the last few years, uh, you know, 60 Minutes did a story on it back in 79. So during those years— um, Can we name the cult? Like, can you say the— extra? Yeah, yeah, it's called Crossroads in, in St. Louis. Yeah. Wow. And it's Houston, It's Atlanta Inside. It's Is this Houston like heavy inside. shit or no big deal? Yeah, yeah, it's great. California, Arizona. Bob Meehan was the head of the organization. Oh, my right? God. Yeah. You said it's based around sobriety? Yeah. So, yeah. are, are you an addict? Are you a re, like recovering oh, addict? Fuck, or? Dude, I was 15 years old, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually, what I did you was. You were in it for the girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> 15. Like, who's not a drug addict at right. 15? He, he drank a bottle of Jack and Xanax, wanted to pound on something. I can't even legally buy the shit, and all of a sudden I'm addicted to it. You know? That's the like, headline I, of the show. Who's yeah. not a drug addict yeah. at 15? I love you that. You know, I mean, it's, so it's not until you get older. So, I actually did stay sober until I was 28, right? But uh, the, the long run was the brainwashing part of it, you know? And, and so now there's been a, a more wow, concerted effort around the country. So that's where the Netflix documentary is coming in. The, the name of the documentary is actually called The Group is what it's called. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's called The Group, and it says The Documentary. So, uh, I'm going to watch that tonight. Yeah, it's really it's about two hours long. The, the kid was a kid from my outpatient. There's some film yeah. footage of me. I'm mentioning it. All the people in there you know, are all friends we're friends where we were all close back then. Right, right. Um, I was actually overseas when he, he was in, I guess it was, I think Taiwan or something, the director. So when he was over here doing the interviews with everybody, I was overseas with Energizer in Malaysia, so I never could get on the interview. So the new one that's going to be worked out with Wow, Netflix. so you did travel the world with that job. Oh, yeah. Dang. Yeah, Australia, a... everywhere. Man. Yeah, you're selling batteries. Yeah, it's global marketing, so, you know, it's just kind of... 
you know, moving. I gotta ask, did world. you uh, did you like have online dating sites to have girls in every city, or did you just go out and I, have bars uh, and stuff? I mean, Come on, as guys, we so think about crazy. that, you know. So right? I will say, Kuala you weren't married Lampour, or anything, right? yeah, right, right. So Kuala so, Lumpur, yeah. Malaysia. Man, it's crazy because it's Muslim, right? So there's pictures in the cab of people kissing with the X through it. So you get in the cab and I can't even touch hands, right? Because it's a Muslim country. Well, oh wow, which just makes you want to do it even more at night. Yeah, and every time I showed up, it was always like four in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah. This fucking Over streets awesome. like full of hookers and shit. Come on in for a massage, you know? And you're like working it out, and then you, you find be- out your exchange rate's like thirteen cents, and you're just you go nuts. You're like. I mean, what? Where's the Muslim police now? So, dude, you, you lived know? the rock star life, haven't you? Oh, it was great. Yeah, I mean, it was great. You know, traveling around like that was great. But yeah, hookers are always plenty, especially over there. <laughs> it's not even like here. It's more it open. It seems like oh, a lot of places. Yeah. Have you? Have you? Oh my God, this is something I want to do. You like, know what the universal uh, language is for for hooker? I get. I found out what. So in Beijing, <laughs> um, I found out the cab driver didn't speak English. This. This is it. <laughs> This is it. You look at the cab driver and you go like this. And he's like, okay, you know, and like, and then what happened? Off the skid row, you go. Yeah, you're able like, to do he, it right yeah, there. He was like 65 oh my years God, old. You can my make love to you right there? No. Here was a trippy thing. <laughs> so he's like, he takes me to the Hard Rock Cafe. I get a burger because you can get burgers. That's why I go because yeah. you can get burgers everywhere in, at a Hard Rock, you know? Right. Go there, get a burger, take him back to the hotel. I give him the, uni- oh, oh. I give him the universal sign, you know, of like yeah. banging somebody. Right. And, He's like, okay. Drops me up at the hotel. He goes, points up to my hotel, like, and I took it as go to my room. And I do. And it was like 20 minutes later. And I was Are like, holy shit, I opened the door and this fucking little Chinese girl came in. Not like girl, you know. I'm yeah. Like, wow. I mean, she was hot. Was she hot? Yeah. Like yeah. super hot. Oh yeah. My God, dude. And I was like, holy How shit. Awesome was that? This grandpa just delivered. <laughs> He knew. It was and like just his fucking great. Like he just drove. Like he just drove across. Like, hey, I need to pick up one right. of these and bring them over here. So did he pay for it, or did you pay no, for it? I pay for it. You pay for it. Yeah. He paid for it. Like, I was like, no, they're not that generous <laughs> overseas. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, like, maybe got to move. Like twenty five. Where the fuck bucks? was that again? Like twenty five bucks or something like I that. I got to visit that place, wherever yeah. that is. Yeah. That was a long time ago. I was probably like so. What what country? What country has the best pussy? Well, London's, Chuck gro- City, London's uh, gross. I don't my like, co-host said that, not me. I, I don't like like the kidding. Londoners. I don't like the English, you know, <laughs> because they're just, I don't know, they're, they're not my thing. But the the Asians, I would say Malaysia. So, dude, I got to ask, have you been to the Amsterdam red light area? Oh, yeah. Oh, Amsterdam, my God. Man, oh, my God. I went That's to the Canvas Cup there in 2005. Like? Did you partake in... Uh, no. no. No? But no. they're hot, though? The window, all in the windows, right? Hanging I'm, out? I'm not much for European, like, that. Can you tell them married never get laid? I, I talk about your life. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, Sorry, mother. You're blocking yeah, this shit too far. I just wasn't down. I did get chased down the street by them. They're really weird over there about their district, you know. It's fun to walk through. You know, big statues of dicks in the middle of the street. You're like, oh, okay, that's a big day. Right, you know? <laughs> yeah, my so, old lady's let's, always bugging me to take her to the, uh, like, there's a dick museum over there. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, like, I want to go to the dick museum. You're walking like, thank God I'm a felon and can't get a passport, I so you, I don't have to ever no worry about going. Shit, but. you'd be walking out in shame. I'd be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right. I don't even want to see all the dicks that are out there besides uh, mine, you know. So, you know, I want to take it back a little bit. What what area are you from originally? Were you, were you born and raised here? Or where, where uh, yeah, from? I was born and raised in uh, St. Peter's, man, right okay. out there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So so what did you do? Like so a, what I was going to say. Were you like a jock or a, a muso? I was, was kind of, I was a, uh, my parents sold pot. That was part of their deal. These really? Like pot dealers. Nice. You seem like you could be like a running back or a safety or something. You know football. what I was? You're going to laugh what? at this shit. I'm a fucking nose guard. Oh, my God. I, 
fuck yeah. yeah like, like a defense like, attack. He was like, you got so much anger, and you're just, you know, you're stocky. You just go, like, get him. Oh, under dude, him. I, I can see like, that. Like, you're like an Aaron Donald type. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, like a, like a bear. But I smoked <laughs> a lot of pot, too. You know, so that kind of pissed him off. But, like, <laughs> okay. I, you know, I played. Yeah, I did my job. So you played some football. You played, played some football, man. I grew up in. I graduated, you know, nineteen. Were you in bands and stuff? Did you play right now? <laughs> no, no, no. no band. Like I do play b- guitar. I do play you? guitar now. I've been in bands. I sing, play guitar. You have been in bands. Yeah, I just don't do that anymore. You're I'm not so anymore, fucking yeah. busy, man. What am I going to practice? I was thinking about you could probably open for all these at national acts. <laughs> man, Johnny, that's Johnny's gig. Man. Oh, is Johnny's that Johnny? so good, man. He's yeah. he's been he's been doing singing and for so long, you know, and he's so good. He's been with plastic Kings, contagious, you know, uh, pyromaniacs. He does the Bee Gees thing. They're going to pack the amphitheater over in Chesterfield. You know, they just packed it yeah. with the CCR thing. So I let him do all that, man. He's good at it. I'm, right on. I'm more of the, the business guy yeah. and running the day to day stuff and kind of, you know, I'm, I'm right on. Dude. I'm, I'm less compassionate than him too, so that makes it the dynamic so it's much a good better. Team. Yeah. yeah, he's like, okay, yeah. hey guys, I'm like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know, like I get irritated easily. Yeah. You know, so you know, I got to ask you about the job, the, your traveling job, the yeah. badass job you have. You had that job for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. How did you get that job? It seemed like a pretty sweet gig. Oh, or, I got my. Did you kind of fall into it? No, I got my degree in computer science, and so I fucking you know I was nerd. I was nerd oh, city. Okay, so you, you, know, you, I, I wrote you software. You planned to have a badass job like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like, I wrote software. On. It was what a I financial do. software that tracked trade trade spend. Right. And you were traveling the world doing that. Damn. Yeah, it was were good. you making bank? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's really what afforded me everything. You know, I bought quite a bit of property during that time. I never had kids, which I think is, like, kind of key to things, you know? So yeah, you mentioned it. Fucking you, know? yeah. you were kind of forced Bastard out of that job. Expensive. Which one? You, you were forced out of the 20-year corporate job that, before you... Yeah, I know. I, I retired. But you retired. You yeah, were done with that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, Diamond Music Hall was going, and I had built up stuff. I recently got married. You know, me and my wife got married last year, and after three weeks, and... In Vegas, it was congrats, great. dude. Yeah, that yeah, was cool. No, I seen some pictures, yeah, and you yeah. two look like just yeah, we're great. awesome we people. Love it. So uh, up, different, different cities. So we, um, <laughs> you know, and all of this change and stuff. We, I moved properties around, sold some properties that I had, paid off all the ones that we wanted to keep, and you know, we just kind of moved things around to afford to be able to kind of run the company and and yeah. diamond and, and work together as a team on that. So she's she's a great woman, man. I'm I'm blessed. So. Nice. Well, I gotta ask. Crazy stories, like with bands coming through. There's got to be some bands that are just like total dickheads. Some that are so cool. Ingve Malmsteen, man. That's the only one. Yeah, he was the what worst about one I could say. He's a dick? Yeah, he was a total ah. jackass. I mean, he How came long ago in, was that? Uh, it was a couple years ago. And still, we've had a ton of people since then. You know, okay. we've had Who the winger, fuck is that? Ingve Malmsteen, he's like a like <laughs> guitarist, like famous shredding guitarist from the 80s. Okay. okay. We got a few years on Mike the S-Con here. Yeah, I'm right? kidding. It's all right. But it's not uh, my wheelhouse. Yeah. So, <laughs> and out of all the bands, man, all the bands are great. I don't think I've had a bad story. I mean, Eric Martin's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Know, we. I. I met him when he did was it? showing Granite. Yeah. One years ago. Really? Yeah, he's a lot. Yeah. He's a little weird. He's very. He's kind of a. He's kind of a dick, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he, I'm not sure if he's trying to be or he just seems. He like, can't get it. Right. I don't, I don't get know. it. And it comes naturally like for that. some of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but most of them were really cool. Ingrid Malmsteen, though, he was just a jackass. I mean, some kid in a wheelchair had an album. Oh, no. Ingrid. And, and he like rolled up to it. He's like, hey, what's his fucking thing? He was going to charge him $200. For the autograph. Oh, I was like, my oh, God. Ingve Malmsteen? Say it again. Ingve Malmsteen. I'd be pissed off in the world if that was my fucking name, That's too. probably it, dude. You're probably on But, dude, like, if you say Ingve, I'm going to go around explaining my fucking name to everybody all the yeah. time. Fuck this place. Fuck this place.
Anyone says Ingve, yeah, they, they, they know who that is. They picture this guy in like fucking long hair and just fucking shredding with a yeah. big guitar or whatever. Yeah. He has. He's kind of a jackass. And this show just <laughs> wasn't that great for me. I mean, that's yeah. just my that's my take on it. A lot of people love him. Though. <laughs> well, you know the, who my my dickhead of my dickhead of my life that I've met, Rockstar World, is Art from Everclear. If you, mm. Do you love him? Do you hate him? Uh I've never met him. He's your brother, I've, though. I've never but, met him. Uh, <laughs> I mean that was just maybe he had a bad day, but I was on I was in the Santa Monica uh, promenade, walking down the promenade, yeah. and I saw him out, and he wasn't trying to be hidden. He was out where people could see him. And right. I did, real quick, I introduced myself, and he said, he looked up, can't you see I'm fucking eating? So you met the guy from like, Ever Everclear in Santa Monica? <laughs> yeah, 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 right. And you just walked fuck? up to him at yeah. the table and was like, hey, bro. Uh, yeah. Was and he wearing? Yeah, I. Did he have big black boots on with a trash bag? <laughs> like, no, he looked like he's he, got a noodle hanging out of his mouth. He's just I looking just, up at him like, "What the fuck are I was you just doing?" Shocked. He was such an ass, you know. Yeah, I, know, I would whatever. be too. So, Guy's trying to eat his fucking peas. <laughs> right. I mean, so, I probably would have done the same thing. I mean, you yeah. fanboy it sometimes. I mean, yeah, I did some. Uh, I used to once I got out of the cult. You know, I had to. I was still sober or whatever. I did some sober coaching work for Warner Brothers. So I traveled with the damn Yankees and ZZ Top and. Doing some really? of that nice. stuff with those bands. That's kind of how my rock and roll kind of stuff, blood started yeah. to, to, to churn in the, in the 90s and stuff. And you're doing what with them? Uh, like, I was what, what was your coach. role? There was a sober coach just kind of oh, traveling really? around. You know, like after the show, they're like, nice. Ah, oh, yeah, bitches all over. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go have a meeting, you know, and talk about <laughs> 12 steps, you know. And Dude, how'd that go over? I, I guess mean, some people are into it and sober. you kind of help them out. Yeah, but some people. Try to, yeah, you know, it's really just about. I guess I think the whole thing comes down to the camaraderie that you get with someone else that's sober. You yeah. know, being able to be, hey, I'm sober that's and you're really sober. Cool, We're sober, and that's I think that's the most comforting part about it. You, you need to write a book or something. Ah, fuck that. Or a mo- oh, that dude, a badass movie. Oh my god, can you picture his his life movie? Uh, yeah, movie. yeah life movie. Well, so okay, so Ingve was a dick. Is anybody? Yeah. What about a super cool, kick ass part? They let you love him. Like I don't know, some. I would say. Oof. I mean, you, you've met some... Uh, George Lynch was really cool, man. I think George Lynch was really nice. Was he nice? Yeah, he was a really cool dude, really candid with us, talking about Fire and Ray West. Cause I, so all this kind of hit Blabbermouth. The show hit Blabbermouth because the news, they fired the singer. George Lynch came in, they fired a singer, uh, Ray West, like right before this. They brought in this new singer for our show. And, you know, there was like... George's take on it was the guy showed up and... He was like a gargoyle. <laughs> he was hunchy and shit. Really? George is telling the story. He's like, he was like, he looked like he's, he just, you know, looked like a like a hunchback over there singing, you know. Oh and he God. goes, this wasn't vibing. So he goes, yeah. so he goes, I leave the show and uh, I fly to Michigan to meet up with Dokken and Don Dokken. He goes. I never thought it would happen. He goes, I ran up to Don Dock and I was like, man, I've missed you. I've missed you. Oh, I thought man. it just when I didn't think it could be any worse. We know that that, so. that one singer he had in Lynch Mob, Oni Logan. Yeah. That guy has a killer voice. Yeah. I love that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a revolving door, man. George even says he's like, anybody who's everybody has been in this band, yeah. you know? And then, so the new guy was okay. I mean, he was pretty good. I mean, he held it down. It was his first gig for it, you know? Um, yeah. Johnny, of course, got to do a song, It's Not Love, a docking song, which was amazing. Uh, he, he killed it. A lot of people commented on that. So it was a good deal. It was a good deal. I think that's one of my favorites. And Slaughter, nice. too. You know, Mark Slaughter's awesome. Dana Strum, those guys are really, really yeah, down yeah. to earth. So, yeah. 
It's we, cool to have these older rockers because it's not all about, hey, bro, can you get us two eight balls of cocaine? Oh my God. You know, 40 right. strippers and a, you know, whatever. It's like, hey, can so, you get us some Evian? You do, hold those, you do have those younger bands who do that then. They, yeah, they request all I mean, kinds of stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just like, what? Dude, I can't make money like that. Yeah. Get that shit out of here. Yeah. You know? You're not going to drink if you're on Coke, so get the fuck out of here. All right. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. We know, I know, man, we could talk for days, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a good so time. So tell people where they can find you, and I know you're, you're, you're on the uh, air every yeah, morning. K-Wolf 101.7. Um, that's every morning, 7 a.m. to, I say, every time I say every morning, but it's actually Monday through Friday, I say every morning, Monday through Friday. <laughs> that's really, <laughs> yeah, I tell yeah, you yeah. So 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., K-Wolf, and then, uh, I guess, Diamond Music Hall. You know? Check out Diamond Music Hall. I can't wait to check place it out, to go, man. man. I, I yeah. you guys, have you guys been there yet? No, there. I haven't. I'll get you some slaughter tickets. And good luck with the, uh, what is it, the the Topher weed. What, what's it called? Midnight Topher. Midnight Topher. Yep. Midnight yeah. Topher. Midnight Topher. Midnight Topher. We'll have to sample that sometime. Yeah, right on, man. Well, dude, thank you so much, thank man. You. And congrats on everything you're doing. Thank and you, man. It's definitely, uh, definitely cool. I'm glad to have met you, man. Fucking A, man. Right, right on. on. All right.